recording? Yeah, we're good, dog. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so today we're sitting down with uh, Johnny Nelson, our... The one and only. The one and only. He's uh, There's probably a lot of them. There's Yeah, there might be a lot of Johnny <laughs> Nelsons, but this is our favorite by far. Right. And he's an improviser, actor, teacher, cyclist. He's living that hashtag van life. Uh, he's a traveler extraordinaire. And he a uh, gardener and part-time pottery guy. So welcome to the Untied Podcast, Johnny. What a freaking delight, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so to give people a little bit of background, uh, Sonny and I met uh, uh, Johnny at Level D. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Or was yeah. it C? No, it wasn't. I don't. We met in C. We met in C. And okay, then yeah, met, it was D. Yeah, and then we added... John we were, the we were in the classroom where yeah. we had to take our shoes off every time. That yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. Uh so uh so tell us a little bit about that. I'm I'm excited to hear about the the van life. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm back in Chicago, which is uh it feels like so uh my husband Matt and I were gone for three and a half months. We got back like a month ago. Wow. Whoa, okay, let me whoa. tell you this. We got back after getting COVID and we came back. No. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, so let's be I'm, honest about what happened. So so um, what how how far how long were you gone for? We were gone three for three and, and a half months. Three and a half months, and then you so you guys got COVID within that three and a half months? Yep, right at the end. <laughs> oh, that's... Where, where where were you in your travels when you got it? Okay, here's the deal. We were like mostly down south. And like we went through like Florida and Texas and like every place where you don't nobody wears a mask, right? <laughs> yeah, I was just right. gonna and say. Then, like we met up with some Chicago friends in Moab. Um, for like been there, great spot. Stuff only, like camping and hiking, and all of us yeah. got it. Oh, that's crazy! Wow, that's that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. Um, so we all I was the same tree, Jackson. That was the <laughs> oh. <thing. laughs> that'll do it (laughs) right um so you're saying you went to texas florida utah and i saw you you went to the switzerland of america can you you tell us (laughs) no i know i I know nothing about it i just know that you went there so i'm curious to a where it actually is and b what it's like well this is a great um pickup point for getting covid so (laughs) (laughs) we went to the switzerland switzerland of america which is ure uh colorado um never had been before it's really beautiful it's like all um they call it the switzerland of america because all the peaks are very pointed where a lot of the other peaks in colorado are very like rounded off oh okay so it's got that kind of like alps sort of look and um we uh, <laughs> we got there we're like this is beautiful and it's like there's still snow all around us and like we go and have a beer and we're like okay it's time to find the camping for the night and we're like, we'll explore this place tomorrow. And you guys, so like we try to do like a lot of like BLM land, which is like, yeah. do you guys know what that is? It's like free camping, basically. Yeah. Land mm-hmm. management. Um, and we got this spot and we had to like go up this like mountainside. And <laughs> it started to be more and more snow as we went up. And the tracks kept getting deeper and deeper. And oh, no. um we got to a point where we were like, fuck. Like, we couldn't turn around. <laughs> and the snow was getting so deep. Like, we're going to be stuck here. 
<laughs> and so we reversed down the mountainside, uh, like through these tracks. It was terrifying. Uh, and then we, and then we ended up like driving like a half an hour, like around this, like, there's just like no guardrail sort of m- mountainscape and like end up like camping in this snowy area. And that's when, uh, <laughs> my husband woke up in the middle of the night barfing because it was his first night of like COVID symptoms. <laughs> Oh my oh, god! No. Like out in the middle of nowhere, just like, I feel awful. He was like throwing up in the middle of the night, and so he got like the 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 worst of it, like the worst of the COVID symptoms that you could have. Yeah, and it was all that like that first like as soon as it came on, it was the worst for him. Oh, that's kind of, like, terrible. Gradual like, I don't think I can breathe very well. Sort of thing. <laughs> Jeez. And, uh, yeah, yeah. He was like classic flu sick while we were in race. But Uri is yeah. beautiful. We left the next okay. day because we were like, shit, let's go get tested for COVID. I uh, I lived in Colorado for like a year-ish, and then I dated a girl from there. So I've been there a ton. And that's like driving from, it was Fort Collins, Colorado, if you've been there. Uh, no, I haven't. Ooh, I meant to I, go this, this past trip. But <laughs> you know, you and your husband for sure. Um, but it's like driving that route to Moab, and like just all the mountains and going through the mountains was insane. I love Colorado. Yeah, it's insane. It's just like, you know, we came out of Moab, which was like so like alien. It feels yeah. like we're on a different planet. And our whole reaction the whole time we were there is like everybody who's like, oh, yeah, go go to Moab. It's pretty like it doesn't matter what picture they say or how emphatically they tell you. You won't get it until you see it. For sure. Right. Yeah, for so sure. Staggering. The the uh the red arch or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like that's insane. And then it it's so big. I took videos, I would put videos on my on my dashboard of me just driving around the mountains because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just it's so insane. It really paints the picture. And you think um, like everything you see, you're like, Oh, I gotta get a picture of that. Only like I gotta get a picture of that. And then like you look at the pictures while you're there and you're like, <laughs> This doesn't, doesn't yeah. explain it. Not at all. Not at all. I want to. I want to actually travel back though to like the idea of the van because I'm guessing you and your husband were sitting down one night and like one of you had an idea, or have you guys been talking about it for a while? Or and then I'm also curious how like you mapped out your destinations that you want to go to do because this is an idea that everyone like wants to do. This is the idea that everyone wants to do, and it's cool that you actually did it. We're we're kind of surprised we did it. Um you like know how everyone's got this experience this past year of like the pandemic of like just kind of shaking things up in your life. Yeah. Um, you just kind of like, Oh, maybe there's more options on the table than I thought. <laughs> or like, <laughs> like, why don't I just go do something different? Yeah. So like, we'd like, you know, like probably a lot of people are like, Oh yeah, it'd be really fun to like renovate a van and travel. I think other people are having that conversation. I don't know. Oh, um, I, I thought about it like a hundred. I was actually just talking to my dentist, and my dentist was <laughs> just bought a VW Bug. That's why I was like, "No way!" I was like, "I'm gonna have to send you this episode of the podcast." I'm literally talking to one of my friends that did this. He, you know, it's it's just it's You're crazy. The dream. So many people are like, like recently alone. I've heard, you know, like even my sister was like, "One day, I want to go do that." I was like, "Oh my god!" Everyone around me is traveling and wanted wants to do that. That's awesome. And I was like, "I'll start a podcast." Just a side <laughs> note here. I uh, I want to tell on myself. I haven't been to the dentist in like fifteen years. Oh, you. this was my Ooh. first time at the dentist in like eight. So you're good. You're so okay. You don't. Oh, I had a <laughs> lot. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't have insurance for a while. 
so that was why, I mean, it was like five, it was about eight years. And I was like, she walks in she's like, you haven't seen a dentist in eight years. I was like, does it look like I haven't seen a dentist in eight years? She's like, yeah. I was like, all right, well, we're here now. So like, let's see what we can do. Right. Yeah. I don't even know what I did. And I drank a smoothie right before I go in too. She's like, did you have something green? She's like, oh. I thought the smoothie was going to fly under the radar. You know? Exactly. Jackson is like surprised that he didn't do what like 99% of the rest of the population does before they go to the dentist. They like don't eat anything and they brush the hell out of their teeth for 20 minutes. No, but brushing your teeth before the dentist is like, Cleaning it's, the house before respect. the cleaning lady gets there. No, you know what giving, I mean? It doesn't make any sense. It's showing respect for the dentist. You're like, I'm not going to show up to you. Jackson, <laughs> I'm going to say this. It's not cleaning the house if the uh, cleaning lady is coming. Here's the more apt analogy. There's a little poop on the toilet and you wipe it off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's okay. I'll, I'll take that. You're that is fair. Whole house, just wipe off the poop. <laughs> Yeah, just wipe off the poop off the toilet seat. Got it. <laughs> oh my god! Exactly. Exactly. I love that the analogy. My mouth's a toilet seat. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that's that's awesome. <laughs> um, so we, uh, yeah, we were just we uh, we had talked about it forever, and then it was just kind of like became this thing of like, why don't we try to get a van, <laughs> and then like. <laughs> After a lot of searching, we got a van, and uh, I I wasn't working much, so I spent like two months straight just like going to town on renovating it, and never had any sort of experience like doing a build out before of any sort, and so like it was a lot of first. Including was it just was it just YouTube video after YouTube video? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's also it's great. There's a bunch of like information out there, but it's also like it's too much information. You know what I mean? You have a lot like of there's like, too many options. There's too many options. You have a lot of amateur people saying like how they did it. And you're like, I don't know which one's the best option of like, you know, it's like, thank you for the free information, but there's so much. Yeah. Yeah. Like they just need one centralized place to like, Hey, how do you do this one thing? Yeah. Who's it's like, the best video on yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. If they narrowed it down, if YouTube was like, Hey, we know there's a lot of stuff out there, but this one this one's the one jerry did it right yeah jerry yeah <laughs> jerry really killed it <laughs> and uh but yeah i mean that's that just sounds so much fun you know like just having that side like project to like even working on the van building it up how you want it i mean that was kind of what we did with the studio right so like that yeah, this like, is what we came up with yeah if you, if you were curious <laughs> like because we were in the same boat we were like what the hell like we have to do something yeah oh, instead of sitting guess. around so yeah. yeah, so like this is our podcast, and then like every Sunday night we have a show at eight o'clock, and like we do this, like we just talk live on YouTube for like an hour and a half. Oh, that's so cool, you guys! What a fun project! So yeah, yeah. yeah so we don't understand the people that like listen to us on the Sunday <laughs> show though, because it's literally just us like shooting the shit, talking about what happened during the week and stuff like, like that. Like when you don't brush before the going to the dentist. Yeah, like different <laughs> random stories <laughs> like that. Stories now. Yeah, so we're like, yeah, I mean, someone listens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Man, people are. To, um, before I uh, hopped on today, I listened to your, I think it was your last guest, and I, I'm going to forget his name, but he was, um, does a lot of like business meetups. Oh, uh, Tony, Tony P. Pal- Tony Palella. <laughs> yeah, Tony Palella. Oh, you guys are killing it. Well, oh, yeah, he's, he's a good friend of, uh, the, he actually, he threw my 21st birthday party. That was uh, like his networking event. Thing. Yeah, he got it sponsored by who? 
gray goose. So like <laughs> the gray goose girls were there. They were handing me shots. I was like, I, I don't know if I can ever have another birthday party. <laughs> like this 21. is so cool. <laughs> but yeah. Um, all right. So what a great episode. Also, uh, like you guys are killing it, like such like cool guests, but also like you guys, like the way you kind of like mind your, your guests for like content and like, you're like, it just feels so like in depth and authentic. It's really cool. Well, thank you. Like that's, yeah, thank you. That, that was like the one thing that we keep coming back to is like, we want everything to just be like, we don't want to bullshit. Like we are. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is, I mean, that's your podcast too though. And I love, I love the idea of your podcast because you truly just interview people that you think you can learn something from that. They're just like, they're an interesting person or, and, or they've, or you've come across them in your life. And yeah. Um, I don't, what was the guy's name? Uh, the last podcast, Will. I'm just gonna I'm gonna mess up his last name too. Will Luera, I believe. Yeah, yeah, because you're like, do I pronounce the L or not or whatever? Yeah. Um, but just just listening to that and like two improv minds go to work, I was just like, oh my god, I miss being on stage so much. Like this is crazy. You know what? Here's the thing, too, though. Like, isn't this like that you guys are doing this podcast? Isn't this like a cool, like, creative outlet? It's, I mean, that's, it's, it's what, like, it was the idea. Like, it was just like, we got to do something. And, like, there's been talks of trying to figure out how to get improv on here. Like, we want to, like, just interview, like, characters for, like, 10 minutes. Just someone completely, like, acting as someone else for 10 minutes and then just continue on with life. Like, well, yeah, and that's kind of like we'd started doing some we, more sketches that we release on the YouTube channel and stuff like that. So we've been trying to incorporate more improv sketch stuff that but, we, you know, did. And, he, he's more improv than I am these days. I'm always like, well, where do we want it to go, though? Like where? And he's like, wherever it goes. And I'm like, right. Yeah, I know. But and I, you know, just being in COVID for that long. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I'm like trying to. Well, and because there are a couple that we do script, you know, like just sketches that we're doing. Uh, But then there's a couple where like we just pulled out a camera and like went, you know, so that was it's cool. I mean, we do a little bit of both. But but yeah, it's just as yeah, COVID was crazy. You you taught online um, online improv, though, during the pandemic, right? Sure have been. Yeah. So how was that? From a teacher's perspective, I'm beyond curious. I guess you know it's like anything. It's like I'd rather, I'd rather do it in person. Right, but right. In lieu of being able to not do it in person, it works like well enough to be like pretty fun and like, like get to do something silly and connect with people. Um, I would say like every time after I'm done, I'm like, oh cool, I'm glad I did that. You know what I mean? Yeah, gotcha. You know yeah, like online stuff. Like you're like okay, oh yeah, I open the computer and then like you do it and then you're like oh no 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 this is, this is like worth it, well, at least that's how it's been for me with comedy stuff. Um, but obviously, you know, if someone's like hey we could all be in person, I'd be like okay. Yeah <laughs> right yeah yeah that'd be. I did, I did teach an online or sorry an in person class this past week with masks on, and it's my preference to do it online and see each other's faces. Oh yeah, yeah. I would have to see because I've seen a couple live shows, uh, like high school performances and stuff uh, for my sister, okay. and she 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 like, uh, but they were all wearing masks on stage, and I'm like, that kind of like, like at least do the face shields, you know what I mean? Because like these kids are spending like three months together prepping a show, so it's like 
is I, I don't know the safest way to do it. I mean, there's a vaccine now, but I mean, besides that, it's like wearing the uh, face shields. I was like, at least there's the you can see the facial expressions, which is like yeah. the live show. I was going to say from someone who's never done it, like. I feel like being able to improv is pretty important to see the other person's facial expressions. That's a great instinct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. See your eyes. You're like, are you frowning or are you crying? What's yeah, happening? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like exactly pretty much all the information, right? Comes out of you. Yeah. Emotion wise. And like, well, just like riding public transit or anything like any, everyone looks angry all the time. Now <laughs> it's like, I can't tell. I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like elf walking into the mailroom. I uh, <laughs> this class like you know everyone's you know nervous on your first day of like an improv class right oh yeah um, but like going into it and only seeing just like their eyes like <laughs> they just looked so scared I was like you know because like usually someone might they might like smile and they're not laughing but at least they're smiling it's like I didn't right. see that <laughs> it's like wide open eyes so okay okay so this kind of reminds me when you were talking um to your last guest i'm so bad luella i can't remember his name but he was talking about um you guys were talking about just as teachers from a perspective you're like oh like gosh i hope my students had fun that class and then like one instance i think they were talking to him they're like yeah i lost sleep over i was losing sleep because i kept thinking about what i could have done in scenes and whatnot so like you have an emotional toll already just as a teacher, but I didn't think about what that perspective would be when you can only see their eyeballs. Like you really don't know what they're thinking. Yeah. And I think that like, well, I don't know. I feel like some ownership of like, I'm like here to make it a fun time for people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Not just like, here's the technical exercises. If it's fun for you, it's fun. You know, like it's, it's got some of the same elements of like being in a show. Right. Or like, you want to make it fun for the audience, right? Right, <laughs> and like, right. And like, you know, you can you can walk away from a class feeling like a, something bombed just as much as you could walk off stage and feel like you had a show that bombed. Like, oh. For sure. <laughs> for sure. No, I, I agree completely because like even like, like I completely feel that uh, anxiety over like, oh, dude, I totally could have done this. And this and this and this and this and it's like that whole like woulda coulda shoulda in your brain that you're just like running over it constantly when it's like improv is in the moment you know what i mean like whatever came of it i always thought i was always happy with the outcome i was never like oh that you know like even if it bombed i was like we bombed together guys and it's, it's, <laughs> That's like, what it's, about. it's so easy to think about what like you could have done too though um and you're talking about this in your podcast and i want you to highlight on it what from the aspects of failure what do you think improv can teach like a, an individual? As far as failure goes? Yeah, like learning from failure, I guess. Oh, man, just getting comfortable with it. Um, I always talk about how like I, my, so I, I think I've been doing improv for about 15 years. Um, and my first four or five years, I was maybe four years, I was in Michigan and I was doing it out of a local theater. And... Um, uh, the guy who was running it um, didn't give us notes, which maybe it just like felt like, you know, we're all learning this together. Uh, so that's just not what it was going to be. But like, you know, the, <laughs> the first four years was like really just like, 
I have like nothing to grasp onto except for I'm going to try stuff in front of an audience and see how it goes. And like, I learned a, like a heck of a lot about failing. Oh my God. About being comfortable failing. You know what I mean? Which is, yeah. Huge. Yeah. That's gotta be, I mean like, Oh wow. I mean, like, we're, we were super lucky to have like, started doing stuff at the second city. And, yeah, for sure. And like, because like we had so many, people that were like oh this is how it's done you know like and like the the but as soon as we started performing and see they were like oh for a show like this is what you do all this stuff x y and z and they kind of gave you the formula to like doing it right and then they were like everything else is just being comfortable failing we were like we were beyond lucky because we were just thrown on stage like johnny was that's crazy so you just kind of had to figure it out and they're like yeah like keep doing this or keep doing that yeah, we just all we learned is like technically, like what the like the gimmick of the game was. Yes, and we didn't receive like notes or feedback, um, which like it's that's not blaming anyone. It's just like that's what the experience was. But it was um, kind of retroactively, it was like, oh man, like I did learn a lot from that. Like I learned a lot, and then I think I was so primed, you guys, because I'd done it for four years. So I was like, this is like pretty fun, and then like <laughs> to come to Chicago and like people be like just spewing all this like in depth, like even sometimes like very nuanced, like kind of like knowledge about improv. And I was right. like, Oh my God, there's like something <laughs> kind of grasp onto. Right. But right. I mean, ultimately too, like once you kind of get some of those like guideline things too, like you don't want those front and center in your brain. Right. You want right. to the back anyways and like kind of forget them. But, oh you know. uh, yeah i mean just i i remember like my first day of level a was just so like i felt like very i was like i feel like this is very like vague overview of improv that like it was nothing like super duper specific and it was just like the games and stuff and i was like i like the games but like i, I hated the singing ones like that was oh my yeah that was the first game i had to do and i and i hate singing too and that like that was the moment though. I was just like, all right, like I'm doing this, like I'm jumping into it. And I freaking, I don't know. I yeah. say like Rihanna or hips. Can't or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think Johnny made us sing. No. Oh, Cause in level D you don't got to worry about it. <laughs> no, no, oh, it wasn't. no, we, we did. We did. These scenes. I've like saying a Christmas song and, just it's a it's a go-to for me just because they're like they're right there in the front of your mind you're Christmas like and it absolutely it never feels like it's the wrong time of year oh never <laughs> for sure well i mean when yeah when a carol when caroling comes with a holiday like it's fine to sing but if so if someone's caroling in your front yard and it's i don't know july <laughs> yeah the fourth of july <laughs> like fireworks are going off and they're like deck the halls with and you're like is, what is, most, is, is christmas the most like musical holiday it has to it's be. gotta be. Like there's um, so many songs for it, and there's like there's like you get together with people and sing, and yeah, there's there's caroling. Like, do you think? Ooh, do you think Christmas or Halloween has the most like movies? Christmas, right? Christmas think? for sure. I wasn't to allowed be. to celebrate Halloween as a kid. So I oh no! What? what? You gotta talk about that. <laughs> like, how is that? Like, would you just be like, I don't, like kids would be talking about it, and you'd be like, I don't know, dude. I'm not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> um, so I uh, like our church had like an alternative option for like parents to bring their kids to, and it was like 
like a fun night that was like, <laughs> so it was just like a party and, like climbing obstacle courses and stuff but it didn't involve us worshiping the devil so it was oh, a better option wow. oh oh wow that's crazy i mean i know like i grew up with kids that would be like oh i can't read harry potter books or i can't oh, yeah. like and things like that but i mean like i felt like Halloween, they would just, I, I know their parents would monitor how they dressed, you know, and did things like that. You know what I mean? Like the, oh, well, you're going to be like something real lighthearted and not, you know, satanic or <laughs> like, I feel, yeah, my, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that, but it was just like, I don't know. That's just so crazy. Cause I like Halloween, I was like free candy. Let's go everybody. You guys, where does Halloween fall in your hierarchy of like favorite holidays? Cause for me, it's like, because it was absent from my life as a kid. And yeah. I never really connected to it, you know? Yeah. Is it, Oh, so is it not up there? Like, do you it's like not, it now? No, it's real low. Oh, you oh, don't okay. even care. I don't know. I, I, I It's think not in my top three. Michael, was it higher? And did it fall as, like, you like got older because you couldn't go on a trick-or-treat? That and just central Illinois was usually cold, like too cold around Halloween. So oh, like, there was super true. There were some good Halloweens, but I, I also remember just freezing my ass off in like something. You don't want to wear a jacket. I shouldn't you can't wear, wear a jacket over right. your yeah. costume as a kid. Yeah. Game? Like now I'm a T-Rex with a freaking coat on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And well, you had to, yeah, you also had to decide your costume on if it was going to be 35 degrees or 75. So that just sucked. I would say T-Rex, right? Right. Yeah. Right. I would say Christmas is it's probably my number one, but number two was for the longest time. And I like it probably bounces between that and St. Patty's day. Now that I'm, you know, going to bars and stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I do. Adults. I dabble. Um, but it was, uh, yeah. Halloween. I remember there was one year I went out, like six different times with six different costumes. I kept coming back and I was what like, the hell? switch costumes. <laughs> you get more candy. You it's called determination. <laughs> God. Jeez. Yeah. Um, I feel very like, I feel um, like Easter candy, hands down, the best candy of the year. Really? I, I would agree that the egg Reese's are. The better than like the bat shaped races. I agree. So, and there's so many things that you can only exclusively get during Easter time. Where a lot, I feel like Halloween candy, it's like a lot of the same candy that you would get yeah. with Halloween packages. It just depends what, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm thinking about that from a non religious perspective because my mom is super Catholic. So, uh -huh. like, she's full on Easter, like, let's go, baby Jesus is coming. And it's funny that, like, in different minds that are just like, oh, like Walgreens is going to have those good Reese eggs coming or like whatever. Like that's what they're looking forward to. <laughs> okay. I have to give you guys this, this little like Easter candy secret. Um, so a couple years ago, I, uh, my friend introduced me to this. Um, get a bunch of those peeps, those little like marshmallow birds. Yeah. Um, at the end of the season, when they're cheap and hold on to them for campfire season. Because oh, they're oh, wow. amazing over a campfire. That sugar coating, it's like it gets like delayed oh. and like oh. a crust. Oh, that's a pro tip. That's, that's super that's amazing. Awesome. <laughs> so good. And then here's the here's the one caveat. Just be like super careful because it is like molten, you know, on the outside. Oh yeah. <laughs> right, right. 
<laughs> like it's not like if you put a marshmallow in your mouth a little too early it's like it's a different thing than this this is like yeah candy sugar it's like it's your tongue yeah. while it's on fire yeah it's yeah. still like it's all just part of your mouth now yeah like um did you how i'm guessing you guys camped a lot in your travels throughout the u.s uh, like where were some cool spots you hit well you know it's interesting because we we would have loved for it to be more camping stuff but um it wasn't really like just straight up vacation for us um even though like it had a lot of nice elements of like Chicago <clears throat> and traveling um don't get me wrong but um we were so I was teaching online and Matt was um going and playing his cello and busking and like getting some gigs occasionally too. And so like we always tried to stay around like city centers, which kind of got us like really like particular about what sort of cities we wanted to be in, as far as like did it did it like kind of meet the need of like being outdoorsy, have like good access uh to stuff, like didn't feel too spread out, like had a had an area where Matt felt like he could go busk and play cello. Um, so we ended up like spending a lot of time in Austin, which we love and potentially want to move there now. We've talked about oh, we've that talked too. About that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never awesome. been, I've never been literally heard only good things it's, though. Yeah. I, I have to, we, we all have to stop talking about it though. So people don't go there. <laughs> it's, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> it's horrible. Shit. Terrible. Right. Worst city I've ever been to. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's, it's really nice. It's like a really good size city. And then, um, there's a lot of outdoor stuff to do, which like Chicago is like, there ain't nothing here. That. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you really use the heck out of the lake. You know, <laughs> yeah, or the parks or anything like that. Like, I, I don't think I've been to one park and I've lived here for I mean, going you can't on two take, years. Like, because I know you're a big biker, you can't take like your mountain bike to a goddamn park around here. Somebody would look at you like, What are you doing? I feel yeah. like, yeah, I, I bike. I, I now I mountain bike again. I got a mountain bike on this trip and I rock climb. Um, those are all things that like. <laughs> You can't do it in Chicago. Yeah. It might be frowned upon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could cl- you could scale buildings. I think that's the like that's the equivalent of like Chicago for rock yeah, climbing. Bouldering or buildering, excuse me. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like in Chicago, it's indoor climbing or three hours, three and a half hours to Wisconsin Devil Lake for a limited amount of climbing or Damn. like seven and a half hours to Kentucky for like world-class climbing. Wow. Kentucky's nice. Jeez. Kentucky. Yeah. The bourbon there is great. It is. It is interesting. I, I have a lot of family from uh, Kentucky, Texas and uh, Tennessee. So that's like all the family reunions are either Kentucky or Tennessee. Yeah. So it's so funny, like going through the U.S., like how like diverse and different this like country is. Like New Orleans doesn't even feel like it's like it. It's weird that's like, oh, this is part of the U.S. And then like you know, you go to like, what's that? No, no, I'm uh, I'm uh, Tom Segura has a joke um, about uh, the people from Louisiana. He's like. Did we know? Do we? Does everybody know they exist? <laughs> like, like, yeah. I, I just think that it's crazy how much the accents differ from location to location. Because you're like, some of these aren't that far from each other, and they have such different accents. 
Jackson, like, do you know what? Um, oh, I think they call it Texas Deutsch. Is is? No. So it's um. Well, you know how like Amish tend to like speak like a lot of them will speak German. Yeah. Well, it's like no longer true German anymore because they've been like um in their own like it's like it becomes its own thing, you know. Well, there's yeah. a Texas. There's like a Texas, um, hub of like, I think they're kind of like a little bit more a little bit more like Amish people. Like I saw them like wearing dresses and like, you know, like jean dresses and that sort of like that sort of aesthetic that you see from like Amish or Mennonites maybe. Yeah. Uh, but they speak they speak German, <laughs> but they're all Texan. Just <laughs> <laughs> for the longest time like I had like a, a character that was like um this like woman who just like learned German and like spoke it with like the most like uh Texas accent and I would just speak like German, you know, stuff like <laughs> Straight up, like Southern. <laughs> so the, they, they feel like, like such exist. competing. <laughs> they, that's insane. That feels like just yeah. such competing accents. It, yeah, <laughs> you know, right? dialects. You know, like where you're like, yeah. What a matchup! Oh wow, that's insane. Uh, I need to go to Texas. I need to see these front with my own eyes. <laughs> I'm going there in two weeks. Oh yeah, you are. I'm. I'm I got asked to officiate a wedding. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm terrified. Are you gonna Whoa. do it as yourself or someone else? I oh, I would I would much prefer to improvise the whole thing. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> I would absolutely love to yeah improvise. <laughs> and he uh, did you give the the couple a caveat of like hey you know what you're getting yourself into by picking me. <laughs> pretty much to be honest okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah and when i found out that he had to get ordained i was like it can't like keep me that hard if he's gonna do it like i'm gonna like go on my computer and i was like <laughs> how to get ordained and i was like click 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 i'm like oh they're also sending me mine uh in a week so like i can ordain i i can perform a wedding ceremony too <laughs> and i told that to my mom yesterday on the phone i was like yeah hey i um i got ordained because her and I, we like uh, my family, we had to go to a wedding too. And he was like, "Oh, she's like, you did? When did you do that?" I was like, "Well, Michael had to do it, so I was just there. I figured I'd do it, <laughs> just get it out of the way." So Michael you, did it till I did it. <laughs> yeah, really. I was like bored sitting at my computer. I was like, "Yeah, hey, whatever. Let's do it." So, but yeah, no, definitely worth it. I feel it closer to God. It says I'm a man of God on the card, so got that going for me. Yeah, it says like I don't know. Oh, it's right here. It should be busy oh, around Easter time. Pocket, just in case I need it. I do. I always pull it out when they ask for my idea at a bar, and I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. That's the wrong one, but I'm a man of God. Um, oh, it just say, says ordained by the Universal Life Church Ministries. Yeah. Yeah. So, but kind what of a man of God. Do? I think there's something else you could do, too. Like, can you, like, do funerals or something? Or like? I'm not improvising that one. Yeah, what a bummer. <laughs> I don't know if I would offer my services. He was probably a good man. <laughs> I'm, like, the last person you want at a funeral if I don't, didn't know the person. character for that person. <laughs> yes. You could uh, have it be a Texan with a German <laughs> an accent or vice versa. Yeah, well, for this funeral, I'm going to need a suggestion of anything at all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's get this funeral kicked off with a good suggestion of a location. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we? Someone's like a funeral. I'm like, great. Okay, let's go. <laughs> you know, as you um, as you do like comedy, I, like you start to do like weirder and different venues at times. You start to learn like, oh, there's some mandatory things that need to be in place for like this to go well. And um, some of my friends um, 
learned that the hard way by trying to <laughs> do improv at a wedding. <laughs> oh boy! I asked, like, the, the, they asked him to do it at the, I guess, the reception. I guess, and like they said, like everyone was just like so annoyed and wanted him to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> they like literally ran out of the wedding with their, like heads down. This is like it was the worst show we ever had. <laughs> Did they get paid for it? Oh, I think they did it for a friend, so probably not. As, as with most, as with most improv, yeah. I was like, no, I'm, yeah, no one really makes money, you know, doing the improv unless you're teaching it, like Johnny. You're 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 passing along teachings, oh, and I, I think that's you're doing it for free. I'm kidding, man. It's all free. <laughs> I was like, wow. I'm like, oh, even when you get to that level too, huh? <laughs> yeah, improv is uh, not a lucrative, you know, endeavor, but it's definitely like definitely very valuable and like trained you for things that where you could potentially get like paid and stuff but oh yeah yeah, just focusing on trying to get money from improv that's so utah utah internationally was it in europe wait can you say that again utah internationally was it in europe oh i thought you said utah internationally (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah i did so um it was just kind of like so I went so we went there for our honeymoon and I was just like let's see if we can stay a little longer and I'll offer some workshops. And it was Brussels and Oslo, Antwerp, uh, oh in Copenhagen not Copenhagen. Um Copenhagen's Amsterdam, the Amsterdam. Copenhagen's cool. We went to Copenhagen. Um yeah, and man, improv, you know, improv in Europe's a, a different animal too. It's it's um very interesting to see it like i yeah yeah have you seen like improv that's like a european it's 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 completely different no i could i couldn't imagine but uh you were talking about it on your last episode because it was a group of uh it was an improv group because he was team usa and yeah and uh like a team from puerto rico or something came in and like blew away like the crowd with their energy and there's like holy crap like it's so different like per culture got, yeah it's kind of cool though too because it's like like you know as like you know festivals and things happen you can kind of get like a mix mixture of like oh man like we, we're thinking in the box too much because we've seen it done one way and you know i think i want to say like france or somewhere it's like more akin to like almost like clowning or something like that Really, and then you know a lot of the um, theaters I was at in Europe, it felt more like they were trying to emulate um, actual like theater, like straight theater. Whereas I think that we in the U.S. try to emulate sketch comedy more more than we do. Like, that makes like, sense. Like, yeah, create a play. That makes yeah. sense. Um, have you uh, have you improvised yet? Like, have because I know you're a part of True Bangers at RIPIO. Yeah, like. <laughs> That sucks. That's all. How long were you? How long were you guys going there? What's what's that, Michael? How long were you guys running there before they closed? I was on that team for I don't know, maybe like maybe two years. Damn. I was on a team for like three and a half or four years before that, and another team for three and a half or four years before that. Um, but yeah, I've done just a just a a tiny bit online. A fun thing that I did is I was teaching um like privately or independently like a group of kids that were all like maybe junior high or something i was teaching them long form and uh for the last day we had like a bunch of like 
adult performers, like friends of mine, come in and perform with them. And that was kind of a hoot. Oh, that would be awesome. That'd be cool. like, yeah, that's jammed. awesome. But like those kids are so fucking funny. And like so <laughs> some of them are so sick. And, and it's just like I don't know. It was pretty fun. I think that all the adults who came to were like super tickled like to see like these kids' sense of humor because like some of these kids are hilarious. I feel like kids more are just I'm going for it. Like, I don't care. They don't care what anybody thinks in the room. Us adults are way too in our heads. We're like, oh, I don't know. Like, oh, we're bouncing around. Kids are just like, screw it. Well, think about it. You don't think about the things that you're going to say when you're a kid. You just say things. And then your parents go, oh, we sh- you shouldn't say that, you know? And it's like, oh, that might offend someone or that, or, you know, like something like that. It's like, and it might be the most simplest, you know, thing, but they're just, Oh, well, we should, you know, like sometimes we'll be overly like, and you don't get that way until a certain time when you're like, oh, there are some things that some people don't like when you say. And it's like, but when you're a kid, you're like, I'll just say shit until someone says not say shit. You get a little safety net too as a kid, right? Because like, yeah. it's, uh, it's kind of like cute. It's like, oh, we'll let that slide. You know? No, it's adorable. He um, means fire truck. It's okay. But, I've you know, taught, I taught at Second City for seven or eight years. And um, there's a student I have who's probably like 15, 16, somewhere in that in that age group. And he's had classes um, with me since I've started. Oh, my <laughs> God. Doing improv for seven or eight years. Wow. And, he, and he's and how old? Comedy and stuff. He's probably like 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 younger high school age, I think. Wow, that kid's gonna be something. Yeah, that, that kid's gonna be. <laughs> That's hilarious. awesome. I'm jealous. But it's funny because yeah. these kids like like they like they um um like while I'm like the director for like a sketch show that they write, and like they're like they come in with funny scripts, <laughs> like and they like and you like and they get done with the script and you talk about it about like punching up the scene and making it like better. And like they're like, oh yeah, they're like throwing out these other ideas, and like, it's like cool. They like they like know how to like like work a scene, and like yeah, it's very interesting. That's crazy because yeah. they're probably better than us. I was gonna say, do they want to come? <laughs> <in>? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're looking for new additions to the team. So. <laughs> we we're, got a bunch of middle schoolers. Yeah, we're like yeah. <laughs> we so a, we got an eight <laughs> o'clock bedtime, but it's okay. So does Sunny. That's true. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, but I just, yeah, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind having hilarious middle schoolers because they wouldn't be, you know, they have well, that explain that out. to the judge. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the judge. They're like, you do a podcast with middle schoolers, In like regularly. Basement? We do it regularly. <laughs> we do it all the time. Yeah, they're great. Oh, they're great friends. kids. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Johnny, I've been uh, seeing you take some drinks out of a mug. Did you happen to make it? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, this is um. Oh, I find the camera here. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yep. There we go. Oh, we very go. nice. How long have you been look at that. Look at those doing drips. pottery? Um, I man, I, I started doing pottery like a few years ago, and I've kind of just done it off and on. Um, it was like I've kind of always wanted to try it, and then it was like a trip to like I took like a trip with my husband, and we're like, I was like on this trip, I want to like figure out something something in that trip i was like when i get back i'm gonna do pottery and so 
yeah, yeah I'm thinking about it, starting a class. My uh, my wife has been doing it for a couple of years. So oh, where did she take class? Um, oh man, what's street? it called? No, it's across. Um, what is that street? It's across the street from Home Depot and Guitar Center. Oh, okay. Hold on, I'll find out the road. Oh, by Benny's here. Yeah, same road. It's it's um, it's in Lakeview. Then I think, according to my math, right now, it's like Lakeview <laughs> Eastish. I have no idea. It's the pottery I, place. I don't know. I'm going off only by the road that he's saying. I don't think I've ever done pottery. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't think so. Um, I mean, sure. there's a couple years there where I was like <laughs> completely blacked out. Blacked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was my sophomore year of high school. But it was when I discovered, yeah, it was when I discovered cannabis. Yeah. Well, because you do that and you garden. Yeah, you guys, we just Which, put our garden in yesterday and today. We're work- and we're working on getting stuff in. It's so fun. What are you growing? I used to grow uh, with my dad like when I was, I don't know, eight, nine. Like He had a mini garden on the side of his house, and it was so fun. We would grow amazing-ass strawberries. Uh, it's like, honestly, like it's like every single morning I run, I run out to the garden. <laughs> like, how things have grown it's so exciting um so like we, we we're doing a ton of tomatoes this year um we we've got like a bunch of raspberry bushes we have a blueberry bush but it's going to give us like three blueberries um we do we're doing kale chamomile cucumbers peppers beans green beans um, hops i got a hot plant what? what that's awesome i'm brewing beer Oh Holy my god! Shit. What kind? So fun. Um, I've I've only brewed like five batches. I did um, kind of like I guess it would be like a hazy juicy IPA was my first one. Favorite? Yeah, those are good. Oh, you guys, I I'll, I'll brew one soon and I'll have you guys over. Um, Perfect. It, uh, awesome. Like I was very <laughs> shocked. Like it was like it came out really stinking good. I was just like, this is cool. Like I. I didn't know, like, without much knowledge, you could brew, like, a really drinkable beer. Okay, um, so did you get, like, a, did you get, like, a, like one of those home brewing kits and you just, like, started putting it together that way or? Yeah, so I do, um, the one I do is, like, all grain. So rather than, like, start from the, the malt extract, like, you take the grains and, like, basically it's, like, in a giant tea bag. You steep it on the stovetop. And like, obviously there's more to it than that, but you're extracting the sugars like from the actual grains. Wow. Um, the whole process from like start to finish, is like probably about minimum time, about three weeks. That's not, that's not. Damn. That's a, that's you dedicated yourself. No, no. Cause you see those kids and it's like, yeah, do it in like six hours. Like that's. Yeah. My neighbor bullshit. got one of those bullshit for like quality <laughs> beer. Cause it sounds like your beer is a legitimate. I've gotten like lucky with a couple batches. I haven't had any like, terrible beers i had one that i was like eh, like this is drinkable but if, if, if i was at a bar i wouldn't have like ordered another one of them you know gotcha. <laughs> that was a I, had, I had a i had a neighbor that was doing it once uh and he brought it over and we were like is it good he's like no that's why i brought it over <laughs> 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 and i took a sip 
And, and as I'm sipping it, he goes, it tastes like beef jerky. And I was like, okay. And I like take a sip. It tasted like jacklings. It was insane. I was like, this is like if I were to like just breathe in the bag, you know, like if you just, and I was like, that is literally what it tastes like. I was like, I don't even know how you did it. Like, and honestly, I was kind of disgusted how much I kind of liked it. I was like, I, I like beef jerky a lot. So I was like, I love beef jerky. Right. So it yeah, did, so it good. did taste good, but I was like, it tasted like there was a lot of sodium, just like beef jerky tastes. <laughs> I would have, I would have packed it up and traveled to Jack Link's right away and be like, I made you a beer. <laughs> Give me a million dollars right now and you can have the recipe and everything. <laughs> well, you guys, what's the weirdest beer you've tried aside from that? Because I've, I've had like a peanut butter beer before and I was like, oh, mm. this is good for yeah. like one or two sips and then i'm i'm out i had i had a butterscotch one that was kind of like that it was very syrupy yeah. but okay. yeah again very uh like one yeah it's like a dessert beer you know little. yeah a little tiny yeah i had like a peanut butter and jelly beer that was, was weird it was the it's where like yeah i'm good with one and there's a lot more peanut butter than jelly <laughs> <laughs> big mistake <laughs> right big mistake. right yeah tyler uh, I was going to say, I mean, I'm kind of a beer snob coming from North, Northern California, so I've had a lot of them. But peanut butter and jelly is probably one of the weirdest ones. Yeah. But mine was actually pretty good, but that might just be me. I also love peanut butter stouts and peanut butter beer, so I think that's just... Have you guys had a smoked a smoked beer? No. No, no I no, wish. This is sitting right next to me. This is, um, oh God. I'll show you. So this is from a city in Bomberg. Um, this this brewery, um, this brewery, and this brewery right here, um, Schlankerla, and oh god, what's the other one called? Special. Um, they do a um, a roasted beer <laughs> that has like the flavor of like a little bit of like pork in it. Whoa! Oh, wow. Um, especially the um, Schlankerla. It's like, I don't know what they roast it with, but it's it's very, very smoky. It's very smoky, and it's got like some, like, so as far as beef jerky goes, like, it's, it's, like, <laughs> it's very interesting, but they're like, they're famous for those beers, and now um, there's some places, like in town, um, Dovetail is doing a, uh, a Rauk beer, a smoked beer. Um, oh, okay. So you could... You could try one out there, or I've even seen this, um, like at like at specialty beer stores, the Schlankerla. They have uh, it's a punch in the mouth of smoke and like a little bit porky. There's gonna try it. There's also like uh, like Oreo beers. Like it's not Oreo exactly, but it's like cookies and cream beers. And I was like, ooh, that would be good if obviously it was made hit my satisfactions and my taste buds, but. <laughs> It'd probably be one where it's like, yeah, only, I only need one. Like, I'm not going to drink six of those. I couldn't walk. Yeah. I, because I, I, I mean, I like Guinness uh, and things like that, like the uh, porters and stouts, but uh, I got to be careful with stouts because a lot of them are milk based. So I'm, I'm <laughs> very, I'm very anti milk. I try, I try to be, but like milk's in everything. You can't have There's milk in like some of them. Some of them are like milk stouts. Like, There's oh, milk yeah. Milk. Yeah, I'm like, like, like this. There's also, have you ever heard of a milkshake IPA? Yeah. Yeah, those are pretty good. Those ha- definitely have dairy products in it. Right. Yeah, I got that lactose in there, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so, like, it's been like, 
I'm Jones and DeBrew another batch. It's kind of an all day affair. Um, but it's been so fun. Like I did, so I did a that hazy. I did a an American wheat, so kind of like over somewhere Ooh. between like Oberon and a gumball head. And I did um, a half of Eisen, which like turned out pretty Yum. solid. Oh, and then the hops I the hops I um, uh, grew. I did a, a fresh hopped beer. So what do they call that? I forget. Um, like a I have no idea. Most of the hops are dried by the time they're in your beer. Oh, so like this one was like you like harvested them and then like included them in there. So it wasn't yeah. just like dried oh, yeah. out. Yeah. That's what it is. Okay. Got it. Yeah. yeah cause that's... Like, cause then you get some oils and stuff that you wouldn't normally get in a dried hop beer. Right. The shelf life of it is like a lot shorter. Huh. Oh yeah. Um, you did a. I think I think you've done two episodes of where you bike and then you get like a brew. Because you did, you went to a brewery and a coffee. Yeah, I was. I'm wondering when episode three is coming. It's not. Excited, <laughs> 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 like some people, like as we were going on this trip. Um, people were like, "Oh yeah, you're gonna vlog or you're gonna blah blah blah." And like, uh, Matt and I did that like a, like a couple trips, and then we fucking hated it. <laughs> just like we just it, like go ahead go ahead it's just like i don't know it feels like such bullshit <laughs> okay that's what i was like, gonna ask i, I, I was like people, i watch people I, i'll watch some people who have like a vlog like i watch the mountain bikers and i like it i'm very invested in it but um like you know it's just the fact of like right now we're just like being ourselves talking to each other blah 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 right and it's like right. cool we're talking about things we care about and we're interested in there's something different about like pulling out your camera and being somewhere with other people and being like, <laughs> now I'm going to talk to this. Let's do another take. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's such, it's so, it feels awful. It feels disgusting. Did you just feel like you were like bullshitting your experience? You're like, yeah, this is great, but like, I don't need to like, well, elaborate it feels like so you're kind of one wrecking your experience. <laughs> Gotcha. Because like you know what I mean, like I know like, exactly what you mean. It's like do it for the gram sort of like feel. It's like I'm doing this to make a video. It's like no, I'm not. Right. Like, so that I really want to sacrifice this experience, and like, yeah. But I mean, everybody does that. Like you're at a concert, everybody has their phones out, and I'm I'm right. I'm a hundred percent on team. Like put your phone down. Yeah. Like, me what are you too. doing? Yeah. Same. Like you're here. You're here. You don't need to record it. Well, and I thought what you were going to say was that, like, you were like, well, once you get off the bike and go have a beer, you're not going to want to get back on the bike. Like, and I was like, I I couldn't, like, I would be like, well, what do I do with this bike now? You know, like, if I went and rode a bike to go get a beer, like, that's, I don't own a bike in the city. I just use Divi for that purpose. Like, if I'm going to go drink a beer, yeah. I'm not riding a bike after that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm too bloated. I feel gross. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to be like, oh. I, I love being on a bike and I also like I feel pretty comfortable and confident like on a bike. I wouldn't like drive home in a car, but I would ride a bike, you know. Right, right. Um, I, I, I feel less confident on a bike, I feel, because I well, I live downtown, so it's like the only time like you're right up against buses constantly, yeah. you know? And I'm like, yeah. not for me, not yeah, if you're for downtown, me. Like it's too risky. That's what I'm saying. I see a lot of people do it too, and I'm like, yeah, it's dangerous. Like, out of all of the um, 
I guess like dangerous outdoorsy things that I like. I I feel like biking in the city is the the most scary. Oh, for sure. Oh, I would never do that. Completely dependent on other people not messing up all the time, and nobody's thinking about you on like biking on the side of the street. Like you're always on high alert to not get run over in Chicago. Right. Yeah. It's like how probably how motorcyclists feel everywhere. Um, but like, you know, like that reliant on other people. Well, and that relationship is flipped a hundred percent so much because if you're a biker, you're like people drive like assholes. And then if you're if you're behind the wheel, you're like, what are these bikers doing? They're crazy. A hundred percent. The only thing that's different is that the biker will die. (laughs) 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 So it's only that analogy is perfect. It's like full people should be assholes. And a lot of bikers are assholes, but it's like, there's just no car around them. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. I didn't think about it like that. Well, and plus, like you were saying, is like the other things that you do, like, uh, like in the, like, going on trails and doing like mountains stuff, mountain biking. It's like, you're not looking for cars. You're just making sure you don't slip and fall. You know, like you're like just riding a beautiful trail. You're not dodging cars while you're trying to do that. Yeah. And I, and I'm not doing like crazy dangerous, like, like trail riding. You know what I mean? I'm not like doing Right. I, I was going to ask that. Are you I, like, I, I've, uh, I, I feel like rock climbing is safer than mountain biking in okay. that you like routinely i feel like you routinely get hurt mountain biking even on like trails and like you know like intermediate sort of trails or at least i do <laughs> um <laughs> but, like rock climbing pretty much it's just like mostly catastrophic when it goes wrong and so Ooh. it's not like you're routinely getting injured you know yeah that makes sense no because when hiking in colorado yeah i'll like be super high up in the mountains or whatever and then you just see this like little skinny ass trail and it's like on the side of a mountain it's for the bikers i'm like are you kidding me that's crazy i can't believe people do that yeah like i'm 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 very much like beginner intermediate right now on a mountain bike i just got this bike like a month ago or so and i um it's my first full suspension bike which i'm pretty pumped about whoa that's nice and uh, yeah when i when i had a bike like 12 13 years ago mountain bike it was a hardtail so just front suspension yeah apparently people are like say like the technology of a mountain bike is kind of like you almost think of it like a phone like they are like worlds apart from like what a phone would be 10 years ago oh yeah so with with the technology like what you can get for like two thousand dollars in a mountain bike like 10 years ago versus today is like so completely different damn so like what were you like in that gap like what were you riding were you like a street bike or like a yeah road bike so like with a real thin tire or the yeah (laughs) i that like i I don't know i'm like i feel like because i'm over 200 pounds i'm always like that that tire that tire is gonna hold me any one of those wide ones yeah they have the one they named the ones. beer after yeah yeah that's what i need but no yeah those those go you get those going fast those uh the real thin tire with the street bikes hey can we get a, can we get a little meta on your guys's podcast sure i want to ask you this because because i started a podcast 
um, this past year. And you guys sound like you just started this past year too, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. But I feel like every time I learn like so much, right? Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like, uh, I wasn't thinking about this thing or like whatever. Have you guys felt like, um, you know, in your, your, your time so far of doing a podcast, if you want to entertain this question <laughs> on your podcast of like, what are the things like you've already kind of like learned? They're like, Oh yeah. Like this, um, I, I don't know. I think with, uh, with Tony, I learned a lot about, I, I feel like I learned more about the person. First of all, that's like the greatest. Cause like, you know, like I've, you know, met you or oh, what is it almost two years ago now. And it's like, we don't really get to just sit down and talk like this on a regular basis. So it's nice to like, you know, people that I know already and then bring them on. It's like deep diving into like all this stuff, you know, and I got to ask you a bunch of questions that I see, you know, on social media about like, you know, traveling the world in a van or traveling the country in a van. I know you can't go in the sea yet, but as soon as they have that option, I bet you'll do it. <laughs> Submarine mode. But yeah, I mean, I think that like learning about the guests and like just people from different backgrounds and different walks of life, it's really cool to hear their different opinions and thoughts on certain situations. I think it's just kind of sheds light on things like you don't think about it a certain way you don't you know and then they kind of show you a different point of view and i think that's that's probably the coolest part about this whole podcast uh like thing that we have going but like with all podcasts i mean it's the same if i were to like listen to your podcast now i feel like i just heard more from you and your guest you know what i mean it's like real cool to have like like there are going to be people that listen to this and they're like it's like they're sitting on the couch, just part of it, you know, just listening. I think that's like. It's very interesting, too. It's very interesting that like, you know, like, like I listened to your guys podcast today and like uh, I have a couple friends who have one. It is interesting how like routinely I'm like, oh, like I just listened to an hour of something and I like didn't even like it didn't feel like, you know what I mean? Like if someone's like. Here's, yeah. you know, <laughs> someone sends you a, like, like a lot of my friends will do like sketches and stuff online and like comedic stuff or whatever. And there's, I mean, I can't count the amount of times like, and I've done it too, where like you have a sketch video and about like 20 seconds in you tap out. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, like the production, you put a lot of energy into it, a lot of thought. Um, but I don't like so many times with podcasts, like, you know, I'll have friends that have them. I'm like, it's um it's very like i don't know it's a special format that's like particularly engaging and holds your attention right oh for sure especially like when i do anything else like i'll, I'll like if i'm sitting at my computer like scrolling through my inbox doing any of that like i can just put uh any podcast on in the background and it's just nice to hear other and i think it's because like i spend a lot of time alone in my apartment <laughs> That I'm like, it's not, it feels like there's other people here. I feel like I'm not going insane, <laughs> but yeah, like I, you do in the yeah. background, right? Yeah. And then there's also like, you can put it on, I could put it on my TV. Like uh, the other day I like put on a podcast to go to sleep. I like put it on my TV and it was just nice to listen to it. Kind of calmed me down listening to the smooth voices in the microphone. I was like, well, was and, like, awesome. and Johnny making yours, cause not everybody does video too. So were you like, yeah, I definitely have to do video as well. You know, it's funny because, um, I don't know, it, it, I, I like the aspect of it and I, I actually end up watching more like, uh, YouTube, like, like, or podcasts that are on YouTube than 
um, I do listen to them. I think I, I'm such a visual person. Like everything I lean to in life, like there's like a visual, a visual component for some reason for me. And no, so, me too. Yeah. I find it. I just find it more engaging, but like, you know, today, like I listened to your guys' podcast, like while I was working out and, um, like that's, that's nice too, but I, I'm also okay. Just like, like having my full attention to like on a screen for a podcast. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I can like, even just like, I like when people clip them. Cause like, I mean, I can go through and just like watch hours of like, you know, the like no. Burt Kreischer's, you know, like they do like those compilations of like Burt Kreischer's, Tom Segura's and like yeah, Bill Burr's, all of them. And it's like, you just like, yeah, just like a cycle through of all those. I'm like, I could watch them talk to it. Cause they have, you know, crazy guests on you know, all the time. That's, so. Yeah, that's true. Um, <clears throat> so this is a genuine question because I think I want to do that with us eventually, but what was recording on the road? Like well, I only did a couple and um, I had some I had some technical glitches on my end for the, the last one. I really, really messed up the audio. And I, I don't know how much of that has to do with being on the road and how much of that has to do with, like, me playing all the roles, you know, because I don't, like, I'm not a, an, an audio technician or anything like that. Right. So, you know, maybe I just, it was like the variables messed up a couple times. So I got to... Um, I have to kind of hone that in because, you know, this next year we want to travel and I would really like to do a lot more um, podcasting on the road. Even that one you listened to, Michael, with Will, I was like, oh, I, I like, tried to fix the audio as much as I could in post, but I was like, oh, man. It really wasn't bad, though. Like, I heard the lawnmowers every now and then. And then when the guy walked by for the porta potty, like, don't worry, we didn't make eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I worked on that audio. Like, and granted, I don't know anything about audio, but I tried to work on that audio for like hours and hours and hours. And um, boy, yeah, it's just like you know, you end up as yourself producing something, like playing a lot of roles, and like I don't know, I I I feel a lot of stress about messing it up, you know, and asking a guest to be out of it. I messed up your episode. Sorry. But for the record, and I I was reading, I forgot where I read this, but you did a solo show which oh, yeah, yeah. takes huge cojones. So like, why are you worried about messing up like a solo show for a podcast? Like a solo show. I wrote someone else in, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, and I, I always say so. that as like, well, Hey, you know, if I, if I do mess something up, like it's a pleasure and a delight that I got to connect with you and like chat with you regardless. Like I, I would have loved to do this regardless, but I'm just like, I feel a little like onus of like, <laughs> Sorry, I messed up your episode. Every, all the other episodes are because you can't just be like, "Hey, will you? Uh, you want to come on back? <laughs> like, let's yeah, let's actually, just bullshit again." Last that um, in the last one I messed up, I just couldn't bring myself to that. Could you give me more of your time? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, like that's like episode one. I don't think Sonny's mic was on. True for the podcast. Like we listened to it and we're like, "Fuck!" Yeah, like of course, like. It, and then, like he he knew he he was like the only person that like knew her prior to her being on the show. So like we were meeting her, and like he's leading the conversation for the majority of it. And then you just hear me come in pretty loud, and because he if if you didn't hear me in comparison to him, you'd be like, oh, like they sound fine. And then like I came in, and I was like, just the audio was all jacked up. And then the live show episode two of that was yeah, like our live show episode. We had, two that was, was where we had to gain up all the way, like not all the way, all the way, but like 
too much all the way. Like, <laughs> so I, I want to uh, ask you a question and kind of tie this back into something we were talking about. Um, um, Michael, you said that you watch like a lot of podcasts. Like, do you find that sometimes, like, I'll do this, like, I'll be listening to it, maybe I'll be in bed and I'll like put it down for a little while on the side of the bed and just listen. And then, like, you start to hear it and like you actually want to look more because you want to like read that person's face and see how they're talking about yeah, it. For sure. No, for yeah. sure. And, and like, I think this ties back in so much to like trying to do improv with a mask on or like, like you lose so many, like so many communication things, at least for me, like the way I, I process. No, it. I'm go ahead. Go ahead. I just get so much more. Like um, I speak a little bit of German and for me to like try to speak German on the phone would be a completely different thing than speaking it to someone in person where I can see them be like, Oh, I'm confused. You didn't communicate that well because I don't speak anywhere near perfect German. Um, and it's just like all that nuance of like what's coming off that person's face is, is really a huge part of the story to me when I'm like listening to people. No, for sure. And that like just makes me think of like the general public because I'm like, Oh, I can- I feel like everybody's just mad all the time because you can't see. Like it's literally just eye it's literally just eyeballs the whole time. And it's like, why is everyone so mad all the time? Well <laughs> like, And it's like stranger I feel like strangers don't even make eye contact anymore because they're like, That's all we got. That's that's all we have now. And I'm not just gonna hand that out willy nilly, you know? Because like <laughs> normally you could smile like I would smile at people as I went by, like, hey, you know, like what's up? you know like little nods everyone looks away they look down they don't you know they close their eyes when they walk past me <laughs> i don't know if you guys experience it maybe they, they don't know what they're getting from you you know right maybe because my mask's also on and i probably look just pissed off at the world <laughs> and i'm like Ugh. and then but, there's that yeah like i don't know if you've ever like worn sunglasses and a mask oh you look like you're about to I've done it a couple times yeah, and, like, yeah. You feel like you are completely hidden like well, I'm I'm I give you credit for teaching improv online in general because I I don't know how like I when I heard about it, like no disrespect or anything to Second City or teachers, students that wanna do it, but I know that I couldn't do it. I know that I could not do it. So I'm I like give you props for teaching it because I myself was like, No, there's no way I could be a student in like online improv. You know what I think? I think that I felt the exact same way going into it, and a lot of teachers did. And like, we kind of were like, "Well, this is our job. We, we're going to continue to do it." And um, and then we're we were pleasantly surprised. But I also was going to say what I think too is that like doing it like as a class is, in my opinion, a like better experience than trying to do it as a show. Right. Like as a class, it's just like, hey, we're going to try these exercises anyways. And we're going to like hang out with some people we know, like just like like getting to hang out with you guys right now. Um, but when you try to like have it be a show where like you would like you, you miss that audience, like laughter yeah. in the audience, it feels I think I to me, that feels like almost insurmountable. Yeah, and that was a big thing that I had said, like, because I had caught a couple of, like, the Facebook live shows or the, you know, YouTube live from, uh, they did a couple through Second City, I believe, uh, and they were, I was watching them, and I, like, I was like, that's got to be so terrifying for the 
like you don't know if that joke landed you don't know if it if it killed you know you don't know what that reaction is and i felt like when we were on stage the biggest part that would keep me going all right this is okay was the feeding off of the energy from the audience and knowing like oh they're not you know liking us right now they are not vibing with us or they're loving it you know and there's just completely like that was what it was reliant on i felt well, so that's the reward part of it, right? That's the yeah. Of, like I'm making people smile and, and like letting people have a fun night. And if you're just like in your own empty room, looking at a screen, maybe connecting with like a, obviously another partner or something, but you're just like somebody's watching this somewhere, you know? People are watching this. It's like it loses that reward part for the actor of like I don't know. Well, that's and people would ask like, oh, like why don't why can't you give it a shout online? I was like. I also can't explain to my landlord that at 11 o'clock at night, I was a British dinosaur that like <laughs> that was marrying someone or whatever. Like I can't, I can't just do that in my apartment. Like that's. I was going to, I was going to like try to teach a gig um, that would have been overseas and I would have been like two weeks straight of um, like teaching at like, I don't know if it was like three in the morning or something. I was just, I, I actually don't have the actual setup to do that. I've had a I've had a student have the cops called on him in class because he was too loud. I'm like, I can't. What? <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. Good had, for that kid. Good for that kid. He had the cops called. Like he really went for it. That's great for him. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, he did go for it. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, when like going back to like that reward part, it's like, yeah, we talked about how improv isn't like the lucrative performing art like that's not what it is it's like so at least pay us with that audience feedback like that is our pay that's our pay you know yeah, and i feel like is it to like do it for free right and like it, for a lot of us it's like that joy of like getting to like make the audience laugh and like entertain them and like like that's a that's a pretty like that's a pretty cool feeling to be like um i like made your night fun or, yeah like, I, I, like, you know, there's sure. obviously that part of our brain too, where it's like, you know, you're like trying not to just work for laughs to like, <laughs> yeah, feel better about yourself or anything like that. But there's that, there's that, um, that like very genuine part of like, oh my god, I like, like gave these people a cool, fun night that is is part of the reward. Well, and like tying it all the way back, like to our live show that we just started, like we it's fun because we have a live comment section so we can peep, oh, okay, we can, cool. yeah, we can see people like whenever, you know, they'll have like a suggestion or whatever. And it's just like that. And then we get like the reward after because Jackson will get a text. Tyler will get a text. I'll get a text from like people. And it's just like, Hey, like that was a really good show. We really enjoyed it or whatever. Cause I mean sh like shit, like before COVID we were doing shows weekly and it was amazing. And we had people we showing Second, Second City, city we like in Donnie Skybox. Oh, yeah. Awesome. And then, yeah, just we were doing a shit ton. And then obviously it all closed down and we we're like, we got to do something. We got to do something. Yeah. I and, felt like we were twiddling our thumbs for like eight months and then we we're like, podcast? <laughs> Live show? <laughs> we'll just keep. keep and then we're going. like, we'll launch them both at the same time. We'll be able to keep up with it. Our yeah. schedule doesn't Why not? crazy at all. Why not? So you'll launch a what? We'll launch a live show and a podcast at the exact yeah, same yeah. time. Like, you know, we'll do them side by side. So the best the best part about the live show is, well, I mean, I guess this too, is people like ask us questions or like, have you thought of this? Have you thought of that? And we're like, eh, I don't know. We'll see. Like, 
No, nobody can tell us otherwise. Like we'll think about it. Like it's it's just fun, like owning it. And I I'm sure yeah. you get that as well, well yeah, with yeah. your you podcast. Have, like that overhead of like a producer or whatever or director that you have to like. You get total creative control. Yeah, that's that's the exactly. absolute best part. Is like he'll be like, "Should we do this?" And I'll be like, mm, "We could do whatever we want. <laughs> it's our show." And that's. Also, you know, that, yeah. that really comes back to um, an important thing, I think, to remember is like an improviser as well is like sometimes like, you know, we want to strive to be validated by a theater or like get on an ensemble somewhere. And it's like, man, always people always kind of self-report that the most satisfying projects they ever did were the ones that they self-produced and like did with their like comedy buddy. You know what I mean? Or they're like their friends. And so it's like, yeah, like maybe you want to like perform at a such and such a theater but it's like you guys are literally creating the thing that you want to create and you have control of it and, and you don't need that permission from- and that's what's fun and what's also fun about it is we have no idea what we're doing <laughs> <laughs> nah, we have no clear. idea what we're doing and that's like your podcast too it's like i don't know anything about technology like i don't know who the hell i'm going to interview i'm just going to say i have one and call people in and like that's that's what's so fun about it yeah. I mean, I was lucky enough to have a little bit of the background with like the tech technical oh, yeah. setup. We're not worried about that. Jackson's our tech guy. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, we have that going for us, which is nice. Um, but yeah, I want to just thank you for taking the time out to join us on the podcast, though. This was fun. This was awesome to catch up yeah, with you. We don't we don't get to talk often because you're you know traveling, drinking all the different types of beers, and I'm excited <laughs> to try that new one. If you still want to have us over, you guys want to come <laughs> hang out when I when it's uh, done being brewed? Absolutely, yeah, for sure, one hundred percent down for that. Let's do that. I got a little backyard and fire pit too, and uh, a garden. Perfect. Oh, yeah. yeah, we Absolutely. get to see the the famous garden that we talked about. And yeah. you can see all the rats crawling around. Oh no, that's Sonny's favorite <laughs> I don't part. Need to hear about that? <laughs> I've had a rough past. Yeah, I tried to kill him off with dry ice, but right. I haven't even tried I that. Haven't heard I have... about that, but I'll try it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we have an entire alley. We're gonna fight with dry ice. So, yes. <laughs> b- before we wrap up, uh, just what? Uh, so your podcast. Uh, out of your head. Out of your head, uh, and then where everyone they can listen to it on iTunes. Spotify, all the goodies. all of them. It's everywhere. Okay, everywhere. So it's gotta... everywhere. Um, or you can go to like my website, which is just J O N N Y for Johnny and then Nelson, and it's it will redirect you to some of those podcasts, but or some awesome. where it's hosted. And then your Instagram is at the same Johnny Nelson. Well, not the same, know, but it's it? the same. It yeah, it's Nelson, Johnny. I I couldn't tell you. <laughs> it's well, it's Johnny. It's Johnny Nelson. I think. Oh, is it? <laughs> Ninety-five percent sure. I don't know. That's what my note says. Yeah, mine too. Plugging it. It's Johnny Nelson. Yeah, it's Johnny Nelson. So follow him. Follow the podcast. Check him out. Um. Yeah. And thanks again for joining us. It's yeah. always a pleasure talking Thank to you, Johnny. Johnny. Thanks for having me. It was oh, for us anytime. too. Yeah. Absolutely. Happy to do it. <laughs>